0: Good morning, Radiant Life. My wife Rachel and I wish we could be with you. We're just a little under the weather and don't want to pass anything on but we did want to take a couple minutes and just uh, talk about the Roe versus Wade ruling by the Supreme Court. This is one of those things where at Radiant Life Church we have been praying, as long as I've been alive, that abortion would end, that Roe vs. Wade would be overturned. And although Roe versus Wade does not end abortion in America, it doesn't move us in the right direction as it's no longer a constitutional right to have abortion. This is exciting. This is, this is what we've been praying for. This is what we have been asking God for. But in the process of this, I've been thinking and uh, reading a lot on Facebook and what some pastor friends have been posting and just asking the Lord, what should our response be? And some things that I've pulled together from various places and then just from my heart are some responses that we should have. Three things specifically is first, we need to praise God. In fact, right now, if you're at home like Rachel and I are, or if you're in the building, if you're worshiping together, can we take a moment and just praise the Lord for what he's done? Let's just raise our voices. Lord, we're thankful. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you for making that, that terrible ruling by the Supreme Court 49 and a half years ago. Thank you for taking it away. Lord, thank you that it's no longer a constitutional right to abortion. We ask you, God, to continue to move you're so, so good. When we pray is we can know that God is pro-life. There might be ac- accidental pregnancies, but there has never been an accidental child. Isaiah 46.4 says, Even to your old age and gray, hair, gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. And that's what we feel like God has done. So once again, thank you, Jesus, for moving. The second thing and i don't know if we always feel this or see this maybe on social media is we need to have empathy we do not gloat over opposing views millions of women will feel hopeless during this season and the church will need to be a voice of compassion not a voice of condemnation we must provide hope Philemon 4 5 says let your gentleness be evident to all the lord is near and can i encourage you I have as strong of feelings and opinion as this and what the word would say its so incredibly clear. But can we have empathy? Can we love those around us and be careful how we respond to people that are genuinely confused or hurt or don't know what to do with this ruling? Let's be the church that loves even as we rejoice what God has done. And the third thing this morning is we need to take action. Christians should be pro-life from the womb to the tomb. This is our time to step up and take action by fostering, adopting, and helping people in whatever way we can. We celebrate the life saved in the the womb, but we also determine to care for that life and protect that life once it is born. Micah 6, 8 says, and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. I love the Radiant Life Church since its beginning has been a place where we see adoptions over and over and over again. And I wanna encourage you, maybe you have been thinking about it. This would be a great time to throw your your hat in the ring to say, I wanna be a foster parent. Maybe even to think about, would God be calling you to adoption? Or all of us, how can we help someone? How can we help a child that is in need? How can we help somebody that needs the love of God in this situation where we believe there's gonna be a whole lot more babies, we get to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So Radiant Life, we get to celebrate, but we need to have empathy and we need to take action. Let's do it. Last year, there were almost a million abortions. That's right, almost a million abortions. If a bunch of those, as maybe half of the states are gonna have serious abortion restrictions, that means there's gonna be a lot of kids that the church needs to step up And take care of and help to see experience the love of jesus radiant life we're celebrating we're excited we're thankful and uh, we're excited that no matter where you are what's been in your life that god loves you he cares for you and he has the best things in store for you at this time i'm excited because we get to welcome to the stage two great friends of radiant life church gil and dolphy they are missionaries to tanzania africa and we're looking forward to 2023 as we are planning to take a missions trip there to help them and to encourage them and to bless the people of Tanzania. So would you give a rounding ra- ra- round of applause to Gil and Dolphy as they come? And would you also, would you think about giving to support them? At radiantfamily slash give, you can support and bless them or in the tithe boxes in the hallways as you leave. Let's support them right now in cheering and as they leave in giving to bless what they're doing in Tanzania. God bless you all.
1: Well, we're thankful to be back, and I don't know if that's we're it, but we believe that God is an incredible God, and to be we're thankful to that There are no schools. that's my Okay. where there are no schools that um, that God will allow us to raise up churches and and raise up children by building schools in, in the ways of the Lord. And God is an amazing God. Sorry, honey, you're going to have to have one of those. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, musical uh, mics. <laughs> so anyway, we ha- we serve a faithful God, and uh, we are just thankful. We were here two years ago in uh, 2019, right before the COVID hit. And uh, we shared about how we were going to go back to Tanzania. And our desire was to transfer over to a brand new area to do a brand new uh, church plant. And, you know, sometimes things never work the way we plan it, right? And so I want to read this scripture first. This is 2 Corinthians uh, verse, um, chapter 10, verse 3, 4, and 5. And it says... Though we live in the world, we do not wage a war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine powers to demolish strongholds. We demolish every argument and pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it to obedience to Christ. We live... In a world where spiritual warfare is constant, Ephesians tells us that, and this is something that Gil and I experienced a lot of this past uh, two years. A uh, lot of good victories, and we're gonna we're gonna show a video in a couple minutes about that. But a lot of spiritual attack. So when we went out there. The goal was to move immediately, and everything that we would try to do postponed us from moving to this new location. I believe that God is going to do something so amazing in this place that is going to blow our minds away more than we can ever imagine on the north side of Lake Yossi, because when we're talking about the north side of Lake Yossi, we're talking about about 150 square miles of zero churches and a whole bunch of people who need Jesus. And so we're praying that God will do something amazing. We partner together with many organizations and churches, and so we've been able to try and have uh, wells put out there, but they dug twice, and they didn't get anything. And so there's no water in that place. Finally, after um, about a year and a half, we finally got to move into that place. But in the meantime, the enemy was trying to stop us every way possible. And I think, church, I just want to encourage us to recognize that sometimes things are happening in this world that uh, is a spiritual attack on our lives, and we have the right to stand against it. We have the right to say, no, in the name of Jesus, we are moving forward for the glory of God because this is what he has called us to. For me personally, within a three-week period, when we were supposed to move to the brand-new location, I went, I almost died three times in three weeks by going severely into anaphylactic shock and had to be taken to the hospital. God was still in control. And the enemy will say, oh, you know what? It's time for you to stop because something's wrong. But God tells us when he sends us out, he says, all authority in Matthew 28, uh, um, 18, verse 28. says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me, therefore go. And then he ends it with, and surely I am with you to the end of the age. And so standing on that verse is the reason that we continued forward. For Gil, I'm just going to, sorry Gil, you're not going to need to talk today. For Gil, within a short time, He had multiple vehicle accidents in the bush, and it wasn't him having the accident. It was things happening to him, yet the Lord protected us each way. So this video that we're about to show is a testimony of God's incredible grace that in the midst of difficulties, how much is accomplished for the glory of the Lord. We praise God because in this last two years, the Lord, by his grace, regardless of circumstances happening, allowed to now a total of 45 church plants where there were zero. And that is a praise to God. And in addition, we were able to finish and complete five schools, one being a brand new one. And... uh, And also build churches and pastors' homes as well. That is the kind of God we serve. When things go wrong, he's still there in the midst of it. And he's walking us through every circumstance. We are finally in Gasala, where we wanted to be. And so when we go back, that is going to be one of our focuses in addition to all the other church plants that we're doing.
2: God is so good. So, and uh, I believe, I believe this time uh, we moved to North Lake Yossi. I believe it's the time uh, people in Lake Yossi and around the Lake Yossi, their side, they're coming to understand who is Jesus, because they're not now. And Dorfie and I, actually before, before, I, in, uh, before I married Daphi, God is showing people in the bush. In America it's so amazing God he pointing says these people did not know me can you go and God working and laid on the office she coming to Tanzania actually Kenya and long story and short laid on she's coming to Tanzania and uh, I was an alcoholic Pacific in their area and they are coming planting a church in Olipiro and laid on I accept the Christ and God continue working he knows what is the planning what is what is what is coming next he putting together dophi and I I married dophi we move another location and God given us a vision to go Pacific a place is no church if they have even one we're not going so we go in a place it's no church it's no school it's no water it's no road it's no hospital the first time I I, I, I do survey in Lake Yase, and I'm thinking, why are we, we work in this area? It's so tough. Everything is not, we don't see anything. But for one hand, our learning is very easy to preach because those people do not know Jesus. And the moment we're planting churches, we're building schools, we see God showing these people Jesus we speak, it's not just the name, but his power. You know, the, the toga they're worshiping witch, witch doctors. But Jesus is showing his love and his power to the, 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 to the, the toga people. And actually show me before, after I accepted Christ, I see he changed my life. I was an alcoholic and he changed my life. I stopped drinking alcohol. And after about one month, I feel like I want to read, but I can't read in Bible. Because I I born in the bush, I don't we don't have a school. So Holy Spirit says, okay, take your goat and go at the market and buy your Bible. Believe not, you know it's so amazing. I don't have any question in my mind. I take my goat, I go selling at the market, I buy my Bible, I'm coming back. And sometimes the time I'm walking, say so yeah, I just walking and in my mind I look like I just want to stand up and, and preach, you know so i continue praying and praying after one month god opened my eyes and i reading bible yeah. Yeah. anything god is doing in the mind of people is not coming through because people they say that was not can happen for god anything is happening. because he's the boss he's boss he can do anything right. but for us some stuff we see, we say, this is too much. This is not going to happen. But for God, it's nothing. He changed my life. He opened my eyes. I am reading the Bible. We planting churches. Witch, witch doctors. I tell you, I don't know how many, how many times we have meetings and witch doctors, they're just angry for us. They say, we don't want a church, but we see God opening door to planting churches in these areas. we see God opening door for water, people they have water. and I want to say this, thank you so much for Haloji because you guys you're helping people in Haloadaji to have water. I come back, I go back and in even in America we see miracles happening, Tanzania happening miracles. Dophi and I. Like Tophie, she says, Gil have a lot of accidents. It's not because I'm a bad driver, but it's the Satan. You know, Satan, he wants to use anything to destroy you. But we have a boss, Jesus. He loves us so much and he's protecting us. The last accident, I just coming out and it's a lot of bunch of people because the noise of the car, the moment the, the tires break, i driving like here and outside the building. For three tires. The car jumping up and hitting on the left and jumping up and hitting on the right and jump again and hitting down and stop. I find out in the car. It's look like I'm little bit I am literally like a phone. It's look like somebody hold on me in the car like this. So the moment car hitting this side and coming back, so I am literally like like a phone, you know. it look like I'm in the car, but I'm not touching, stealing, but I'm, I'm, I'm hold on like this. Miracle is amazing if we see what God is doing. God, he protected me. I come out, nothing, but the car is, 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 is gone, you know, everywhere. But I am say, God, thank you so much. And I just seen each time God protected me and protected off Three times, she's sick. And each time we have a problem, in my mind always, he's coming in the name of Jesus. The sickness, go away. Dophy, she called me at night, and she says, I'm sick. I know I don't know what is going on, but I'm very sick. And I said, Dorothy, because I'm in Gazala, we we want to move. I said, "Dophy, I don't know what I can do, but this is the one I know. I just want to pray for you. The moment I am starting praying pray in my mind, in the name of Jesus, sickness of the devil, maybe it's a witch doctor, maybe it's a Satan, maybe it's anything. In the name of Jesus, leave. You know, we have a power. Jesus' name is so powerful that the problem, some people do not understand the power God has given us. So we're carrying a power, but there's a lot of people they're not know how I can use. So you have it's look like it's look like you go buy a gun and you're carrying a gun like this, but you don't know how you can use it. You're not practiced to using it. Even Jesus' name we have, but there's a lot of people they're not know how I can use. They're afraid even to say the name of Jesus. It looks like you see a hyena and you're afraid to, to use your gun. In Tanzania, we're using even rocks sometimes for hyena. We know can, you cannot kill the hyena with rocks, but you're using anything. But why I say this? Because Jesus, He loves us so much. And we see that Jesus is working in the bush for witch doctors, for children, for each person. These people, they struggle for alcoholics, they struggle for sickness. We see Jesus, He moves sickness. We see Jesus bring people to the light. Those people, they're hurting in the darkness. Dolfi and I, we come back in the U.S. We go back in Tanzania. And I just want to say this. You guys, you're living a place, because this is, I want to say, because a lot of people, they say, Gil, we don't see miracles in America. Why miracles happening in Africa? And I say, you know what, because people in this country for a long time ago, they're studying good. They're studying so good because they stand up, they love so much God. I'm not saying now they're not love God, but each time, you know, generation and generation and generation, it look like comfortable, you know. And I say miracles even today is happening. The problem is this. People today, we don't want to do anything about pray and fasting and anything. So we just, we just want to do a lot of stuff for us. I'm go farming. I'm going shopping. I'm going washing clothes. I'm going shopping. I'm coming back. I'm going for work. And Sunday, come to church and go home and working. And, but we don't have a mind of, I want to writing the names of people I know. They're not know Christ writing names and take time for prayer for these people coming to know Christ. Pacific foundation of each person in the church. A lot of people do not have even a foundation for following Jesus. I know my English is not good, but I believe the Holy Spirit can show you what I'm speak about. Example, a lot of people, they go to church, but they're not opening Bible and to read. This is, I tell you, you're losing foundation for following Jesus. A lot of people, they just come to church, they go home, they're not opening the Bible to read, they're not praying. So always they come to church, they listen to the pastor, they go home, they're sitting down, they watch TV, they watch Facebook, they watch what and what, but they're not opening this. I tell you, this is is the key I learning in myself. Bible, if you're reading Bible and you pray, you're building foundation for you and Jesus. If you come to church, pastor, he preached, but he looks like he's taking a break and putting on the foundation because you're already building foundation. If you don't read in the Bible, you don't pray, you don't fasting, foundation is no foundation. And those people like this, it's very easy to pray for anything. Maybe you're watching the news, you see something, the, oh my gosh, what is happening in this country? A lot of people, you know, are just watching and say, oh, America right now is, is going, it's becoming is, is a, a problem. And I say, do you know, I talked to a lot of friends, and I say, do you know America, where it's come from? This is a gift. For me, Gil, I say America is a gift from God. And uh, nobody... If we pray and we pray and we're asking God, nobody can do anything in America. Nobody can do anything in Tanzania and Kenya and Australia and Canada because the boss, he listened and he has a power. It's a look like if you have a house in Tanzania and you not close the door. Actually, we don't have doors, but we close the gate and the gate is is it's a, a boma. Thorn fencing. If you don't close hyenas, they can come at the house. They can come in the house. So it looks look like Christians, the church, the body of Christ. If we don't focus on praying, we learn Satan coming and giving us a fear, giving us a sickness, and people, they're tired, people, they want to go to church because, you know, they just not feel, you know, they just, they're just tired. If we stand up and we say, God always He loves us so much and he's powerful and his name is so powerful, I tell you, you can see miracles happening. Dolphi and I, we speak about Tanzania. We speak about Bush. We see people accept Christ. We see people coming to know Christ. We see miracles between Dolphi and I. But even in America, I just want to encourage each person. This morning, this morning make sure you make you fix your. I don't know what they are called. It's not fixing, but you making sure you have a foundation with Jesus. Make sure you have a list of people you know they are not know Christ and praying, and you know have a time with Jesus. And you just asking God, what is my responsibility? What I can do for those people that not know you? The Holy Spirit can speak to you. Dolphy and I, some areas, God is using us to buy chicken. We use buy, we buy chicken for preaching. Because some people, you go at the house and they say, Bune. And they're just angry. And I say, God, what we can do? God says, Buy chicken. So we buy chicken. We're not taking. He says, Buy chicken. Don't take it. Come back tomorrow afternoon. Tanzania is so hot. We come back afternoon, the chicken is somewhere in the bushes, hooking the running afternoon. So we have time, we're sitting down and we share about Jesus. It's so simple. God is using us and to showing us how we can do to preaching to the
1: people. Praise God. All in all, the point is um, we have the power to see our neighborhoods change to see our communities change, to see our family members change, and even all the way across to Tanzania when we pray. So we ask that you pray with us and also pray for your neighborhoods because God is moving. Even, even the miracle of the other day with, that, with the uh, Supreme Court, that's a miracle and that's an answer to prayer, many years of prayer. Sometimes we get discouraged because we say it's not happening right now, But God's timing is perfect, and I'll end with this last scripture, and this is John 14, verse 13. It says, this is Jesus speaking, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. Verse 14, you may ask of me for anything in my name, and I will do it so that the Son brings glory to the Father. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Gil and Dolphy. Um, I think a lot of times we don't receive because we're not expecting. And uh, did did you like the way they refer to the Lord, the boss? The boss. Who's the boss in our lives? It's the Lord Jesus. And uh, I just want to challenge you this morning. If you want to invest in good soil, this is good soil. Uh, I know pastors around the state of Ohio that have traveled with them and planted churches and uh, pray about the trip next fall because uh, we need people to go. You say, well, you know, I don't go anywhere, I don't get to sleep in a five-star hotel. If the boss says you need to go sleep someplace other than a five-star hotel, you're gonna go. So, if you would stand with me this morning, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. But the weapons of our warfare are mighty; they're powerful. And so, uh, how, how many of you would say, Pastor Dave? Um, I will pray about the trip next fall. Uh, I'll pray about going. I didn't ask you if you'd go. I asked you if you'd pray about it. How many will pray about it? Okay. How many, if the Lord says go, you'll go? Okay. Let me encourage you to give to their ministry. Go online. Uh, At their table out in the foyer, they have some prayer cards. Stop and get one of their prayer cards. If your refrigerator is not covered with prayer cards from different missionaries, let that become something that you do. We take magnets and we stick them on the side. They won't stick on the front anymore unless you tape them there uh, because they're not metal. But uh, get one of their prayer cards. All of the things they have on the table, they're not for sale. So don't take their beads. Don't take their shoes. Don't take those things. That's just a display. But uh, the only thing that you can get there is a prayer card. But please stop and talk to them. And um, get a heart for the world. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel and uh, share in your neighborhood. It's, it's uh, so much fun when you walk around. And last night, about 10 o'clock in the dark, I ran into Dave and Nori, And then I run into different people around my neighborhood that I'm talking to and sharing with. And let that be our pattern. Let that be our pattern. So right now, let's just pray. Father, we thank you for Gill and Doffy. We thank you for their ministry in the the bush of Tanzania. And we just pray that you will continue to use them. Thank you for the miracles of preservation in their life. When Satan comes in like a flood, Father God, we pray that you'll raise up a standard against him. We pray that you'll continue to use them, that as they dig wells and as they uh, build churches, as they start schools, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people Are going to gather that place because of water but more than physical water living water and so we just pray for that in their in their ministry and lord right here in dublin we pray that you would give us people's lives eternal souls for your kingdom i pray your blessing upon each one as as they give today as they go online to give to gill and dolphy in their ministry there in tanzania thank you for the challenge Thank you for the challenge that we need to take more authority in our lives. Let it be something that we expect. And Father God, again, the challenge to be in your word. I pray for those that, uh, that have never read your Bible through. I pray that they begin to read your Bible every day, a little bit every day. They begin to build that foundation that Gil talked about. They build the foundation of prayer. They build the foundation of fasting. They build the foundation of witnessing. Lord God, we thank you for the challenge this morning. And we pray your blessing upon Radiant Life Church. We pray for Pastor Chris and Rachel that today you'll just heal them in their physical bodies. We thank you that by the stripes that Jesus took in his body on the cross, healing is available. So today we appropriate it for Pastor Chris and Pastor Rachel. Touch them in their bodies by the stripes that you took, Lord Jesus. Healing is being applied to their bodies right now. And we give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for being here. Um, Be careful what you watch. Be careful what you listen to. Be careful what you talk about. Would you savor the presence of Jesus in your life all day long?